The Torah links up three of the holy times of the year. We have many different holy times of the year. Uh, but three of them specifically, the Torah unites into one package. Haim. Chag HaMatzas, the Chag HaShavuos, the Chag HaSukas, the Chagim. Haim Nekroim, Shalosh Regolom. Umeacher Shehatorach Ibra, Elish Shalosh Regolom. Yachad, Chutz, Rosh Hashanah, V'yom HaKippurim. So you see that there's something special that, that unites these three into one, into one um, package, into one system. Gamatsanu, Zmanam betvos arts. Second point is that these three uh, appear to be uh, agricultural related holidays. That is clearly not agricultural exclusively, from the very fact that the uh, Torah gives us uh, explanations and reasons which are clearly not agricultural, whether it be leaving. Egypt on Pesach, or Kabbalah Satorah on Shavuos, or, or uh, the Ananiya Kavod of Sukkot. However, they also have this agricultural aspect. Pesach Siv, Lemoid Chodesh Aviv, Kivoya Sasami Mitzrayim. So there it calls it Aviv, springtime. Chagakotzir Bikurei Maasecha. That's that's Shavuos. It's called Chagakotzir. And finally, the Chagasiv, the festival of ingathering of the harvest. Betzeis Hashana. That's at the end. Harei lecha shloshas manim ha'aviv ve'akotzir ve'asiv she'sof atvua. Lebais, the asif, the, the produce finally comes into the house. The davar zetzarich, Talmud ma'inyan hamodim altvua. So we have two separate topics that need to be addressed. Of course, they're going to end up being addressed uh, in a related fashion, right? But the two separate points that he's raised is number one. What is the unique yachas between the three? That the Torah is bundles the three, it deals with the three of them together. And second of all, why are they being described with agriculture? Uh, clearly, they have very significant, meaningful religious uh, 
significance of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, Kabbalah Satora, and Anani HaKavod. So it seems to be kind of a, a random appendage to the three of them, the fact that they're also being described as being agricultural. Okay. Da. Ki hazman yesh lo yichus el hageshem. V'davrzem uvurur l'mi she'ayin b'chokma. Ki ha'hemshech v'chiluk asher yesh l'zman. Chudoma l'hemshech v'chiluk hageshem. Shekol Geshem Yeshlo Meshech Vehu Nuchlak. Okay, so time and physicality are inextricably bound up. Okay, I mean, if, if you think about physicality. Normally, say gashmius. Gashmius is the the physicality. Usually, is like the the physicality of gashmiut. Gashm is just physical. Um, he's speaking in a very in, in as general sense as possible, right? Um, so number one, right? That that that's Okay, so he so he means just like with time. First of all, there is uh, what's called there is linearity to time. Means uh, I could say I have a lot of time or I have a little. Right? I I, I have uh, three hours. Right? So three hours means that there's no. Oh, I could make four hours. I could add an extra hour on top of that. Right. I can have a short amount of time, I can have a long amount of time. It has a length to it. That's meshech, right? And yet, each moment and moment of it is divisible, right? I could, I could say, no, no, uh, half of that time. I'm giving you half of this time, right? So it's like a, like, like a numbering where you, you know, the moment you say 15 is you're saying, you're saying on the one hand that there's 15 individual pieces, right? But they all link up to make a, a chain of 15 so it has, a it has a mesh. They do connect, and yet they, they are they're divisible. That's with time. That's obvious. Uh, I mean, yesterday is not the same as today. Very clearly, there's a dis distinction, right? Uh, 7 a.m. was... 7.15 was learning, now, you know, that was, we had chakras at 8.15, right, so there's different things happening, so they're 
mukhuluk in that regard, but but it's also uh, can be like blocks that can be attached. Yeah, that's meshech and chiluk in zman, and the same thing is true with physical objects, right? Uh, whether it be uh, a road has a certain length to it, right? It's it's a mile long, so it means it means uh, all those different pieces of the land, the arts, are attached together, and yet they can all be viewed as, as separate. There's the beginning of the road, the middle of the road, the end of the road, right? You can divide it with, with markers along it, right? Hundred, every hundred uh, yards, you have another uh, pole along the road. What? Mile marker. Mile marker, right? So, uh, so you know, uh, he spoke, speaks about this concept many times, right? That uh, he often talks about the by like in big objects and little objects. The big objects have are much more speak to physicality because it, it, something is big. So then you got to talk about its right side and its left side, and it, and they are uh, disconnected to a certain meaning. Uh, the extreme example of that is by Turmalka. Turmalka was such a big city that, that while the Romans were slaughtering people on the one side, the other side was still celebrating, they didn't even know about what was happening, right? So Behemagasa always represents a cow or whatever, a large animal represents Gashmias, Gasos, whereas a Behemadaka, because I'll say that, uh, that when one limb hurts, then the whole, then the whole body for it hurts, right? Meaning when it's small, so then we see it as uh, just one, Entity, not so easily subdivided into parts. Just you know, if, if it becomes just a mathematical point, so then that that becomes indivisible. Right, it's just one. Whereas something big uh, clearly ha- has very clear uh, different parts to it: the front, the back, the right, the left, etc. So, uh, so with, so. With, so he's saying that physicality and time both have these characteristics. In other words, time has this physical characteristic to it, of just like physical things have a meshech and a chiluk, so too time. Okay? Additionally, v'od, ki azman nitlu even there, there's even a, a conception, it's not just a similarity, there's a conceptual relationship. And this is uh, really awesome to hear such an insight. What are you about to say? Ki azman mishadish minatnua. Vatnua hilagashim. Movement, or we can even say more change, right? Meaning change is uh, things move around, things shift, things change by, by moving. That's how they change, is when they move. In other words, time is the measure of change. That's all time is. That's right. Could have saved, could have saved so, much, uh, so, so much research dollars. Yeah? Space-time continuum, but time will exist. Time our colleague was at the Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 said this like yeah. 40 years earlier. 
before Einstein. Yeah. So, if you think about it, if nothing changes, let's say, imagine every molecule in existence doesn't move at all okay. for a day. So then, did a day pass? Now it's a day anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Lost and there's the nothing. Definition. Exactly. The only thing that defines time is movement. Right, that's, that's so the... Even if you don't actually move, but at second one you're here, at second two you're still here, at second three you're still here, that's still a measure. Even though I didn't, I didn't move with the potential to move. Well, but uh, that's not moving as far as in space, right? But if you think about it, all the uh, electrons are flying around right. the, you know, the, the, the nucleus, right? And all the cellular processes are still happening inside of you, and the sun is still you know, making nuclear explosions and, and the planets are still uh, spinning around. So a relative, so that, that's what's making the quote-unquote the flow of time is, is the movement of everything. But if everything were to not move, then it's there would be no change. It's kind of weird though, the inverse relationship between the amount of consciousness Time. I mean, the more physicality you have, the less the slower time will move. It's interesting. What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. The more physicality you have, the larger your planet, the slower time will move. Your feet are technically less old than your head. The closer you are to the planet, the Earth, the slower time will move. You you're, you're 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 talking about uh, because because the faster something is moving, the, no, the, the, the less moving, the size of the atom. Oh. Mass, really based on mass. Yeah. Well, how does that affect your age? Because it means you're moving faster in the outside than the inside. No, it's not because of the speed of movement. Even so if the Earth wasn't rotating, your feet would still be why? younger than your why? Because you're closer to uh, a larger mass. And therefore what? I'm slower. How? Observe how or why. In the dark we've proven this. They took like an extremely precise clock, they put it here, and they put it here, and there's a difference between the time. Here, but is it not because it has to somehow boil down to uh, the fact that one of them is moving faster? So is gravity stretching the fabric of the universe? That is, you have, yeah, because how does gravity actually work? How do you have two bodies that are being pulled towards each other? They're actually like this fabric of the universe or whatever. Yeah. Stretched. Okay. So, if you, um, I mean, All right. <laughs> okay. so this is, uh, no, but I, either way, that's, that's, that's the interesting connection to, to space, to Gesha. Right? So you're just messing around with the... Uh, okay. 
have to, uh, well, I would need to be, I am. I mean, for a person yeah. living on planet Earth, all of this is completely 1% perceptible. I do. Yeah. I understand that. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> but I would say the other way around, the point being that if, what's very clear is that if something is moving at the speed of light, which means it's light, light is not physical, and if it's moving at the speed of light, which is not physical, then time does not move for it. That's the, that's, that's the point. When it's something that's not physical, doesn't have any time. That's uh, that, that that I think is a very is a very uh, beautiful observation for this. By me, I am Yoda, Kiasman, Vatnua, Vagasham, Mishtat, Mityachesim. So they're always working together, physicality, movement, physical things are always moving, and things that are always moving are in time. That's what time is. Time is the rate of change. So what's, what's Geshem? How is it working? is it has the three dimensions, three, it's a three, physicality is three-dimensional, three-dimensional means six-directional. Sad yesh lo rochok vezehu gedder agashim. Since it's 3D, so every, every dimension has uh, two extremes, the one on uh, the opposite of it. Amnam yesh bo shvi. But there is a seventh thing. If you collapse the thing, right? Uh, if, you, if, you, if you if you tell a computer program, you know, put this object here on the screen. You tell it. Uh, a mathematical point, right? Now, the object itself may may be a fairly big object, right? But uh, but if you, but the computers have to collapse that object down to a into a just a point and put it there. Now, okay, then the object will have uh, dimensions to it. But so that that uh, collapsed nature, it, the, the thing itself has no has no dimensions to it. The mathematical point of it. The heart of the matter. So that thing then is not physical because it has no it has no merchak, it has no dimensions. Ulifikach Yesh Gamkein Lizman 
Hamisiaches, U Mishtatev Imageshem Shishiyomim. That's why the days as well divide into six days, which has to do with the six directions of the world. Those are the profane days. Avalashvi Kodesh Venimsa. Ki Sheva Yemei Shavua Heim Domim Legeshem Apashat Sheyesh Lo Shishat Dodim Veem Tsoi Shebishnehem Zehu Inyan Sheshis Yemei Achol Veshvi Hu Kodesh. So the physicality and the time corresponds perfectly. Nimsa. Where is it? The the edges or the extremes. Katsa is the end. The six directions. The six six directions. Amnam Hashana Mishur Min Hashemish Shehua Melech Betzava Hashemaim Verui Limnos Lemelech Kemoshamonin Kol Minion Lemelech Ibnisha Melech Mesadru Mikayim Hemshech Hamitsius so now, uh, two points. First of all, saying that uh, as far as that, that was as far as the week is concerned. But now we're going to talk about the year. Okay? So for the year, uh, we're going to count in accordance with the sun. And the sun, now why do we count in accordance with the sun? Because he says, firstly, he says a rule. Because you always um, count. Time in accordance with the king. I mean, the king is the one that, you know, when you write the Meshech Ashtar, you write a date of a document, so you write it in accordance with the year of the king. Like there's a year of rulership? Like this is the year of this king's rule. Exactly. Why do you do that? Now, so that first you're saying that the same way we have that principle, so that's why the dating here is going to go according to the sun, because the sun is the king of the world. So firstly, just to understand why is it that everything goes after the king, the, the, the dating that goes after the king, because the king is the one that organizes and gives continuity uh, to, to all existence. I mean, if not for the king, things would fall apart, things would disintegrate. He gives order to everything, and he helps you to get from one day to the next. He helps you have a parnasa. He helps you. Uh, he's the one that's masader everything and helps. Um, that things should continue. Oh, so he says, first of all, just on the king's side, right? That's why, I mean, so when you write a star, what you're saying is that you know, there's a following binding contract, there's, a, there's an event or whatever, that the, the dating of it, the date, after the date, 
the dating of it means that there is a zman, and zman means a hemshech. It's been it's been six years so far since the king has been ruling. I mean, what links up these years is that there's a certain order that's, you know, the, you know, like in the former Soviet Union, they used to have the, uh, the was it the five-year plan or something, or the ten-year plan, right? I mean, there's a here in America, maybe you could do it by the president, right? It's been, it's been three years of chaos, right? Since, uh, since the Biden administration, right? So I mean, once, once, uh, you know, the, the, the new person sits at the steering wheel, right? So now there's a new directionality that everything, everything now is, is uh, being defined and guided. All these years are linked up. Uh, you know, by the, by the milk. The same as when I count my sobracious, like Hashem is the thought of the world, and we're coming from, like Hashem is the king that we're recognizing he put this world together. Is that the same? Or it's yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be like that. Uh, so, so that's why shtaros are uh, dated after, after the king, because it speaks to, it speaks to the hanhaga, speaks to things being organized and, and functioning, okay? So now, like Dan already began to say, so now the, the Chama is the Melech you know, of the physical world, over the Tachtonim. Everything operates according to the Chama, and specifically, in the most clear way possible, is the agricultural cycle, right? The agricultural cycle, it doesn't care about the moon. It goes after the sun, because right? the sun is the, is the key down here. That's what makes the things grow when the sun is very hot. Then it's very dry when the sun is very weak and, and not so much. Then that's when the, all the rains fall, right? Uh, Etc. Um, Kena Yareach, Shehu Gam Kain. Melech va Melech Mesader Seder Hameshech Hametzius Olakach Monim Lagam came in a different way. The moon is a king over the month. It's, it, the month has to do with more mazel and you know, more of a spiritual shefa and, and, and some of you know, the things that we care about more. But not, uh, not the not for the nations of the world, and not for the agricultural cycle. Veda, ki kol shana v'shana mibnei atzmo yesh ba havayim yuchedes. Every year has its own existence, so to speak. It means there's a next year is going to repeat itself, which is why a shana is from a language of. To, to repeat, right? It's also a language to change, which is a whole other thing to discuss. That's in the Haggadah Shalpesah. He talks about that. Um, but the um, point is, you know, right now we're in the uh, summer season. We're in the drying season, right? We're drying out the grain in the field. Eventually, we're going to, after, you know, after Sukkot, the whole cycle is going to restart again. Planting, growing, reaping, and drying, and bringing, right? 
really. Every year uh, repeats. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's a Hawaii, it's, it's a certain uh, existence. Uh, by itself, it's one cycle. It's like every year is a creative thing, which of course, why Rosh Hashanah, we have a concept of a, of a new year, right, the beginning of a new year. So, the, the year is uh, like its own little world. It, it has, okay, it's, it's, a, it's a finished system. So, just like on a very big scale, the world was created, and then ultimately it's going to come to an end. <coughs> so, too, on a miniature scale, the the year begins with springtime. That's when things come to life, which is, of course, why we have a mandamar that says that the world was created in uh, in Nisan, which corresponds to nicely with this. Um, so everything begins in the Aviv. This is when things come about, the new vegetation, the new plants, everything comes to life from having been asleep in the winter. Now we have not the beginning of it, but the perfection of it. Meaning when the thing comes to its ripeness, to its fruition, right? So you have the beginning of it, that's, uh, that's all of existence. Then there is when it reaches its maturity, which is a different, that's a different, that's a definitionally a different the thing. end of the year, you mean? It's not the end of the year, it's maturity. Uh, so, for example, uh, in, 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 no, sure. Uh, you'll see, you'll see. So, I mean, if we use the agricultural example, we have the springtime is when things just begin to bud. But that's not what they are, that's not them in their uh, perfected state, that's not uh, them the way that they're meant to be. So are they not, oh, and so this is when you're bringing it in. So you'll see, you'll see. He's, he's, okay. he's, yeah. yeah. So to a person that's born a little baby, right? Uh, so that, that's the beginning. Then you reach a shlemus. That's when the thing is uh, the way it's meant to be. This is good, like that. This is how it's meant to be. Which is a, a different time than the time of the beginning. There's the beginning, and then there's when it matures. When it reaches its perfection. Lakach yesh lishana shleimus havaya v'zehu b'zmana katsir. That's shavuos when you when the wheat is uh, standing in its full mature state. So you have the aviv 
is when it just begins to sprout, or spring up, come out, mature, you know, be a, a little baby. And then the Zmana here is now already when it's, when it's adult, in its adulthood. It's done nurturing, it's done being nurtured from the soil. It no longer needs to derive any nutrition from the soil. Now you can cut it off. And then there's old age. There's when it's brought back in, when it returns. Then it comes back to its source. The world can't exist by itself. It's not a standalone, separate entity. Because ultimately it depends on it, on, 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 its, on its, the one that created it, on its source, etc. So just like the world has a creation, a perfection, and a return to the creator, so to the year, the year, the, meaning the agriculture year, uh, the grain can't just endlessly stand out in the field by itself. It doesn't have its own existence. It needs to be brought back into the storage house. Like we've already explained. Um, the, the first half of the year. Like what? The, the rainy season. From like Sukkot to Pesach. Like that's not... Here we're dealing with... I mean, you said that the, the, that's the planting, right? We didn't... We're not celebrating the planting. We're just uh, the budding. You're right. Uh, you're right. The, 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 the winter is... I mean, as far as the Hagim go, right? We are... We're leaving them out... Um, basically, every Chag has from it until the next one, right? So, uh, from Sukkot was brought in, so it stays brought in for the winter. Mm-hmm. But that which buds in Pesach time was planted sometime. That's true. But that, but that, that, that has no Gilu here, so it's not, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to have a Chag. But that, that, we brought in a sukkah by the time we get to Pesach, that's been eaten. It's not like we are eating it throughout the winter, exactly. Uh-huh. It's true, a little bit we put it aside and we play it, whatever, right? But th- that stuff is being eaten. Mm-hmm. So we're getting the benefits life. from this state of existence. We went from budding to maturity to bringing it, and now we're better than bringing it first. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it's a very good observation you're making because. Uh, really, the year divides into two halves. The half where we are active and the half where we're pretty passive and Hashem is active. Meaning in the wintertime, Hashem is raining down the rain and we don't really have to do much. In the summertime is when farmers are very active. Mm-hmm. Right? That's when you have to be taking care of it as it's budding, as it's growing, right? Uh, and then... Uh, uh, reaping and then 
you know, bundling and drying and, and, and bringing in, that's, uh, that's the really active seasons. Do the people still learn a lot more in the winter? Yeah. That's, uh, that's um, the Gohm says that, that it's uh, two parts of the year. One is where there's two types of hashpah that Hashem sends to the world. One is called Mayim Duchurin, masculine waters, and one is called Mayim Nukvin, feminine waters. Means Mayim Duchurim is where the where Hashem sends down influence without our work down here. He just he, he does it unilaterally, and Mayim Nukvin is where we, yeah, is where we the the woman so to speak first do our part, and then. Hashem reciprocates, where we have a role, we have an action involved. So uh, in, the, uh, in the summertime is where, you know, from Pesach until Sukkot is when we're, when we're very active, when we're meant to be very active. Uh, the, from Sukkot to Pesach is uh, Hashem, Hashem takes care of things. For the winter, there's like, like on the spiritual side, we have to daven for that rain. No, but but even the way that things work uh, in the in the winter is is different. Then it's it's like a much more of a hibernating type of thing. In the summer, it's very very active as far as the chagim. It's like the, the Pesach, Shavuos, Shvaser B'Tamuz, Tisha B'Av, Elul, Roshana, Yom Kippur, Sukkot is like there's Mama Yerushmiyaseres. It's uh, yeah, very, very active. Uh, the Rabbonum, the only thing we have in the winter is the Rabbonums. Mm-hmm. Hanukkah and, and, and Purim. There's no, no, nothing that likes to happen in the entire winter. Okay. So we'll, yeah. we're up to Umitzad Shalosh Yeah.